0: Hey friends, you're listening to OKY. I'm your host, Michael Grove. Today is February the 23rd, and we have been in the book of Acts in our Bible reading plan, reading one chapter at a time out of the New International Version. Today, we will be reading Acts chapter 16. Paul came to Derby and then to Lystra, where a disciple named Timothy lived, whose mother was Jewish and a believer, but whose father was a Greek. The believers in Lystra and Iconium spoke well of him. Paul wanted to take him along on the journey, so he circumcised him because of the Jews who lived in that area, for they all knew that his father was a Greek. As they traveled from town to town, they delivered the decisions reached by the apostles and elders in Jerusalem for the people to obey. So the churches were strengthened in the faith and grew daily in numbers. Paul and his companions traveled throughout the region of Phrygia and Galatia, having been kept by the Holy Spirit from preaching the word in the province of Asia. When they came to the border of Mysia, they tried to enter Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus would not allow them to. So they passed by Mysia and went down to Troas. During the night, Paul had a vision of a man of Macedonia standing and begging him, Come over to Macedonia and help us. After Paul had seen the vision, we got ready at once to leave for Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. From Troas, we put out to sea and sailed straight for Simothrace, and the next day we went on to Neapolis. From there, we traveled to Philippi The Lord opened her heart to respond to Paul's message. When she and the members of her household were baptized, she invited us to her home. If you consider me a believer in the Lord, she said, come and stay at my house. And she persuaded us. Once, when we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a female slave who had a spirit by which she predicted the future. She earned a great deal of money for her owners by fortune-telling. She followed Paul and the rest of us, shouting, These men are servants of the Most High God, who are telling you the way to be saved. She kept this up for many days. Finally, Paul became so annoyed that he turned around and said to the Spirit, In the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to come out of her. At that moment, the Spirit left her. When her owners realized that their hope of making money was gone, They were thrown into prison, and the jailer was commanded to guard them carefully. When he received these orders, he put them in the inner cell and fastened their feet in the stocks. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once He was filled with joy because he had come to believe in God, he, and his whole household. When it was daylight, the magistrates sent their officers to the jail with the order, Release those men. The jailer told Paul, The magistrates have ordered that you and Silas be released. Now you can leave. Go in peace. But Paul said to the officers, They beat us publicly without a trial, even though we are Roman citizens. And threw us into prison. And now do they want to get rid of us quietly? No, let them come themselves and escort us out. The officers reported this to the magistrates, and when they heard that Paul and Silas were Roman citizens, they were alarmed. They came to appease them and escorted them from the prison, requesting them to leave the city. After Paul and Silas came out of the prison, they went to Lydia's house where they met with the brothers and sisters and encouraged them. Then they left. This concludes the reading of Acts chapter 16. Let me give you a quick thought before we end our time together. So I think this is one of the most beautiful verses. Verse number 25 says, At about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. Now, you have to understand the situation. They were just walking around preaching the gospel and doing what was right. And when they cast the spirit out of this woman who was following them around and taunting them, the people who owned this woman were making money off of her, became angry and had them arrested. So they literally did nothing wrong in order to be arrested. In fact, what they did was good. They were preaching the gospel And they even cast a spirit out of this woman. So imagine being them, having done nothing wrong, and now you find yourself in prison. Have you ever been there before, where it feels like you've done nothing to deserve the situation you're in? And so you're sitting there wondering, what do I do now? You know those feelings of frustration, anger, hurt, pain, and disappointment? Well, I'm sure they felt those things. You know what makes me think that? Because verse 25, the first two words say, about midnight. Why is that so significant? Well, because it was during the day that they got arrested. And then they were brought into the inner cell after being beaten. And on the inner cell, their feet were fastened into the stocks. What we have uncovered from archaeological digs is that this inner prison was not a very fun place to be. It was dark, cold, and damp. And the people there that were fastened to these stocks would have been fastened with their feet spread out and their arms up above them, and they would have been chained to the wall. So their situation is pretty bleak. And yet, they did nothing to deserve it. Do you know why I think the first two words of verse 25 are so significant about Midnight? Because what if it took them all evening long to get to the spot where they were able to worship and pray? In fact, what if they had the same emotions and feelings that we get sometimes when we feel like we've been handed something that isn't fair? Maybe they spent the evening frustrated, hurt, annoyed, angry, and even wondering. Why is this happening to us? Yet the beauty is, if that was how they were feeling, at some point they were able to get to the spot where they were able to say, but bless the Lord anyway. So they prayed and they sang hymns to God. You see, I don't think it's wrong to be frustrated. I don't think it's wrong to be hurt that things don't go the way you hoped or thought they would. In fact, I think God knows when you feel that way that's the beauty of God. He knows how you feel before you express it. So why do we express it to him? To remind ourselves that he knows. You see, when we express how we're feeling, it gets us to a spot of being real with how we feel. And the more real we're able to be, eventually we're able to turn that into praise. And so Paul and Silas, they took whatever time they needed throughout the evening to get to this spot where they were able to say, but bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name, as David would say in the 103rd Psalm, verse 1. I imagine Paul and Silas were the same. They sat there all evening long, probably replaying in their mind the events that just took place. And after reconciling the fact that it wasn't fair and it didn't make sense, they began to pray and unload their heart to the Lord. And as they were praying to him, it began to turn into a song. And that song became a hymn of praise to the Lord. And here's the best part. As they prayed and sang and worked out their own feelings and emotions, the people around them that were also in chains were listening to them. And as the earthquake hits, everybody's chains were broken. You see, that's the beauty. When people see us go through something and yet see us able to worship the Lord in the middle of it, it sets them free from the chains that try to hold them back as well. So here's my word of encouragement for you today. Whatever it is in your life that feels like a chain that's not fair, that shouldn't be and is confusing on why it's happening, work it out with the Lord. Be real with him. Express it to him. Turn that into a prayer that offers up every bit of how you feel to the Lord. And as that happens, watch as God turns it into a song of praise. Because if you can sing a song of praise in the middle of your hurt and pain, it will not only set you free, but it will set everyone free around you. So praise the Lord. No matter what it is that you're walking through, no matter what you have to face, no matter the unfairness of the situation, praise the Lord and watch what God does in the middle of your praise. That's all the time we have left for today. I love you and God bless.